So we turn now to Philippians 3, 7, and 8, where we begin to see how Christ becomes Paul's great gain after his loss of everything he thought was gain. Whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Father, my prayer as we look at this is that Christ would be our gain. Christ would shine forth as so great and so beautiful and so valuable that everything we thought gain that would in any way compete with Christ as our treasure or the ground of our safety would be counted as loss. I ask this in his great and all-satisfying name. Amen. Now, when I talk about or Paul talks about the gain that he once had, you remember perhaps what he's talking about. Let's go to the preceding verses. If anyone thinks, this is 3, 4 through 6, if anyone thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, this is my great gain. I have so much confidence in the flesh. If anyone thinks that he's got conf- confidence in the flesh, I have more. That's my gain. Here they are. This is his flesh pedigree of gain before Christ, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, Pharisee, can't get any more rigorous, as to zeal, killer of Christians, persecutor of the church, can't get any more zealous, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. He kept the rules. And that was his gain. Here, here's the way he put it in uh, Galatians 1. You have heard of my former life before Christ in Judaism, how I persecuted the church. Oh, the zeal violently tried to destroy it and was advancing in Judaism. That's what this is here. Advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age. I mean, this was his pride. This was his badge. This was his trophy. He had succeeded. This is what keeps people from becoming Christians because this has to become trash, Loss as any kind of competing treasure, as any kind of ground of safety among my own people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. So that is the the gain. And he says, whatever gain I had, back to 3-7, whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as everything, this whatever, everything is lost. I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I might gain Christ. Now, 
that is that is so involved, it helps me to break it out like this. Let's look at each of these three, which are so similar. Whatever gain I had, I counted as loss. Indeed, I count everything. Whatever corresponds to everything as loss. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. So in every statement, there's this statement, whatever gain, everything, all things, loss. I count them as loss, as loss. I suffered the loss and count them as rubbish. I'll come back to that in a minute and ask why things are phrased differently in this third sentence. Whatever gain I had, I counted. Past tense, uh, perfect tense, I count. That's, That's the movement from here to here. I have counted them as loss. I am going on counting them as loss. I have suffered the loss and count them. So here's the difference. I have suffered the loss and count them as rubbish. Why this? Here, I think it's, I once began recognizing that Christ was the supreme value, and I counted everything I had as gain, now as loss. I go on, present tense, counting everything as loss. I have to refresh this reckoning of reality every day. And when I consider that, in fact, these things were actually deprived of me, or I was deprived of them. In other words, Christ clobbered me and made it so obvious that my former life was loss. And I could resent that this loss was imposed on me, but I don't. I count them as rubbish or literally excrement. And it's all for the sake of Christ, because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ for his sake. Now, each one of those represent the same little Greek word, dia, plus the accusative. And on account of or for the sake of. And so there's an ambiguity there because for the sake of or on account of doesn't really quite tell you how Christ is turning former gains into losses. You get a hint of it here. He's turning former gains into losses because he's revealed now as a absolutely stunningly surpassing worth. But you need to connect the worth to the soul of Paul, and that happens here. So this in order that explains each each of these dias for the sake of Christ, that is, in order that I may gain him, because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus, that is, in order that I might gain him, for the sake of Christ, that is, in order that I might gain him. In other words, everything in this passage is explained, how the, how the big transition happens from uh, loss to gain and gain to loss, the complete reversal of values in the Christian life happens because when you 
are awakened to this surpassing worth of knowing Christ, you want to gain him. And whatever it takes to gain him, you will do. And Paul is saying what it takes to gain him, the way, the, the, the means by which you gain him is by renouncing everything that competes with him as the ground of your confidence. We put no confidence in the flesh. So let's summarize by how this moves. These are three statements basically saying similar things. Here, past tense, I was met by Christ and he showed himself to me. And when he did, I counted everything I used to bank on, all my righteousness in the law, all my zeal, all my ethnic pedigree, I counted it as loss. Then, second stage, I go on counting everything. And I think this everything is the same as this whatever. This doesn't expand on whatever. What's expanded here is ongoing, present activity. In other words, this didn't happen once upon a time at my conversion. This happens every day. I look at a new temptation every day and count it as loss. Anything that raises its head to take the place of Christ, to put Christ in second place to this thing, or to, to insert itself as the ground of my safety before God, I count it as loss because of the surpassing value of Christ, because of Christ, because of Christ. And what this adds is when I consider that really Christ took these things from me. He robbed me. He made me suffer the loss of all things. I have a choice now of either seeing things the way he does or not. And I count them with him as loss. I was t they were taken from me, and I'm happy to have it so, and I count them as rubbish. So, bottom line, to become a Christian for Paul or for us is to have a great reversal, right? And what was once gain is now loss. And what was once worth killing and persecuting, loss, Christ, is now gain. That's the great reversal of becoming a Christian and discovering the surpassing worth of not only the value of Jesus himself, but my sweet personal relationship with him.